We, as the body of Christ, are a family of faith. We share together as a holy community, and we should be certain that holy living is our highest calling. Holy living is our highest calling. Our scripture reading this morning comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. Very simple. It says, to the church of God in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ, Jesus called to be saints together with all those who in every place Call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now let us pray. Gracious and living God, hide me behind the cross and open our hearts so that we may hear from you. We pray this morning that you fall fresh on us. And that your healing, transformation, your wisdom, your grace, and your love wash over each of us. We are available to you. Amen. I shared last week in traditional service that about a month ago, I had the honor of officiating a family member's wedding. The only problem is, is whenever someone asked why you, why were you in D.C., I said, I married my cousin. (laughs) So I made sure this time I said, I officiated a family member's wedding. I did not marry my cousin. (laughs) So I don't know how many weddings you have attended where the member of the bride or groom's immediate family had passed away and an empty seat was left in their honor. At my brother's wedding a few years back, there was a seat left empty for my mother. If any of you happen to be glued to the television with the royal wedding, you saw that there was an empty seat left for Princess Diana. This empty seat that was left at my brother's wedding for my mother still stays with me. And a month ago, as I officiated my cousin's wedding, Her picture was visible on a table of those family members that were loved and missed, yet present through shared memories on that special day. So I'm here standing in front of you on All Saints Day in a vulnerable state. Our lives in so many ways are full of traditions that are fundamental to our families, our communities, our homes, our faith, but also sometimes with our religion. So within the past week, I just want to remind us what's happened. We celebrated Trunk or Treat. Over 400 families came to celebrate. We dressed in costumes, handed out candy, toys, popcorn, made mistakes about whose costume looked like what, Kids were not happy. It was okay. Parents, we need to do a better job (laughs) making sure our kids are dressed the way we want them to be. We laughed 
and shared with the community. It was a beautiful fall evening. We were surrounded by pumpkins and excited trunk or treaters. And then comes the 31st. We hand out more candy. I don't know about you, but if I see another bite-sized candy bar, it will not be pretty. <laughs> so this weekend, we also had family camp. I was able to go up Friday, spend the night with the spiders and the bugs, wake up early and be with families. And here we are this morning, gathered together to celebrate another tradition, All Saints Day. This morning, we remember those who loved God with all of their hearts, their minds, their souls, and their spirits, and in many ways taught us to do the same. And for those family members where we are unsure of how God worked in their lives, let us be assured that God saw their hearts where we could not. All Saints is scarcely known and rarely observed. And it is a day that John Wesley loved. His brother Charles in his hymn, Come, Let Us Join Our Friends Above, he writes, Let saints on earth unite to sing with those to glory gone for all the servants of our king in earth and heaven are one. All Saints is one of those obscure days that's either celebrated the day after Halloween or on the first Sunday in November. It was a festival originally set aside to remember the martyrs from the early Christian persecutions. They wanted to remember those names that were never recorded and whose memories they did not want to forget. Eventually, it moved from the martyrs to celebrating these martyrs and extended to remembering all who lived and died in the faith and now eternally rest from their labors. This morning in their memory, let us take a moment to acknowledge that our identity and purpose do not come from the expectations, influence, and labels of society, friends, family, and our community. It is through our common baptism initiated by the grace of God Regardless of if it happened last week, if you were an infant, this is where we acknowledge our identity in Christ. And today on All Saints Day, we recognize that through our baptism, through the communion of the saints, through the death and resurrection of the living Christ, that we celebrate our union with those for whom Christ died throughout time and in every place. So this is why I picked this obscure passage. It's a salutation, a greeting by the Apostle Paul to a church full of people in distress. He says once again to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, together with all those who in every place call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
both their Lord and ours. See, Paul is writing to the Corinthians, who are a group of people given in to factions and to cliques. It was based on socioeconomic power and status. History tells us that there were schisms present in Corinth. And Paul writes with confidence and begins this letter based on his relationship with the church. He says, in his apostolic authority, I am the apostle Paul. Basically, he's saying, you will listen to me because I am an apostle of Jesus Christ. And so with this knowledge of Corinth's issues, he reminds them that you are called to be saints. You are called to be saints. What a glorious day for all of us in this sacred space to be reminded or told for the very first time that you were called to be saints. We have such a misunderstanding of what it means to be a saint. I know some of you have your mind on the game with the Rams this afternoon. I know you do. But we're going to set aside all those images of football, especially after last night, for some of you. Saints are persons who belong to God. Saints are God's people. Saints are us called to be God's people. Saints also represent a particular state of holiness and having a special relationship with God. You are called to be saints. Paul, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, sees believers everywhere as belonging to one another, as belonging to God's family, as those who are granted the power to call upon the name of their shared Lord. And we, as the church, become one true family. You are called to be saints. You're called to be saints with those who have gone before us. You are called to be saints with those who are present in this room. You are called to be saints with those in other parts of the world because we are a family of faith. I personally have a problem walking around calling myself a saint. After all, I do have a keen memory of all the things that I've done throughout my life. Thank God for grace, right? I mean, even this week, it's on my mind. And you may have the same problem, not wanting to be called a saint. But I do know that we have been called to be saints. People who belong to God and are called to be God's people. 
See, as a community and a communion of saints, we strive to live holy lives, praying together, praying for each other, being authentic in what we say to one another. When someone asks, how are you, actually telling them how you're doing. And on the other side, not going, whoa, I really didn't mean to find out what you just told me. But being ready to receive, we're called to live holy lives. Not standing in judgment, but in love. Crossing that threshold of familiarity to nurture others in our shared faith together. We are called to be saints. The word saint emphasizes that a saint is not only one who is holy, but also one who is blessed by God. As a family of faith, a priesthood of believers, you bear witness to Christ in the world because we are called to be saints continuously growing in our faith, in relationship to one another, and in love to a world that needs it now more than ever. Holiness is simply not a personal attribute. It's a collective effort amongst us, the saints of God. You, me, us, we are the communion of saints. And we are that community along with the memories of those who have lived and died in the faith. Our mothers, fathers. Sisters, brothers, siblings, friends, family. You may have heard of some of the shared stories around family meals and holidays. That's when we talk about my mother the most. She had this special stuffing that she would make once a year at Christmas. And that was it. That was it. (laughs) So when she passed away, guess who took over making that special meal at Christmas? The only girl, me. But she still lives on. And when I'm making that meal, when I'm making that stuffing, I hear her all those years teaching me. I hear her telling me all that I'm doing wrong. It's your time of service. These stories that we share from our loved ones. We are called to be these saints. If you drive for Meals on Wheels, you will hear stories about some of the names that we will call today. 
You will hear stories about sometimes how they taught lessons in Sunday school through community leadership, names on buildings that you recognize that were members right here in this church. They attended family camp, pumpkin patch, trunk or treat. They led and nurtured and shared as the body of Christ, as those called by saints. And though they are no longer here on earth, we continue to share with them. When your name is called on All Saints Day and you are resting from your labors with the Lord, will you be remembered as the one who was blessed by God? We are called to be saints. And so we are called today. We're called to recognize and celebrate our union with those for whom Christ died throughout time in every place. We are called in union, established by our baptism, nurtured by our life together, remembered every week right here at this communion table, and knowing that the heart of God is full of mercy, compassion, grace, and steadfast love for us all. You are called to be saints. So we give thanks For all those that have gone before us in eternal fellowship with Christ. And in clarifying our call, we need to make sure that we go out and help those in need. Living into the promise that God stands with us in moments of loss and distress. Paul is writing to an imperfect people. He is encouraging them in their faith walk, and yet he says you were called to be saints even in the midst of all that you are going through. So you may be grieving today. You may be in distress. You may be full of worry and concern or as happy and as joy-filled as you have ever been. But no matter where you are in life, you are not alone. We are all called to be saints, serving, giving, sharing, and being present when needed. I love how James Howell so eloquently reminds us, these friends of God, these saints are not superhuman. Saints do not possess an extra layer of muscle. They are not taller, and they do not sport superior IQs. They are not richer, and their parents are no more clever than yours or mine. They have no bat-like perception that enables them to fly in the dark. They are and were flesh and blood, just like you and me, no stronger, no more intelligent. And at this point, they simply offered themselves to a living God. They knew they were not the elite. They knew that they were inadequate for the task that God was calling them in to go into the world and make disciples of Jesus Christ. They knew their abilities were limited, yet they lived 
and offered themselves to a living, loving, grace-filled God. You are called to be saints in all of your imperfections. You are called to be saints with God's grace covering you and going before you. You are called to be saints and to do the work of God. Be those who make a difference with love and compassion. So this morning, we gather to give thanks. I give thanks to my mom and all those in my family who have gone, and I know they love God because they taught me how to love God. I want you to think about those that you know that loved God with all of their hearts, their minds, their souls, and their spirit, and now they are with the Lord. Give thanks for them because through our baptism, they are still with us. God continues to transform lives. And through this transformation, we share with those who are around the world. Let us remember and witness God at work, not only in our own lives, but the lives of everyone in this room, the lives of your family, your friends, and your colleagues, the lives of those around the world. Let us remember the communion of saints that are the great cloud of witnesses watching over us. We share in unity together. For all we have to do is give our life to a living, faithful, loving, forgiving God. As a family of faith, you are called to be saints. Let us pray. Gracious God, living into that space where you are calling us to be saints can be hard. But with you, all things are possible. And so we take this obscure greeting and we recognize that no matter what, you are encouraging us to be our best in you. Let us live in the moment knowing that you are with us. Let us remember those who have gone before us and taught us how to love you. We praise your holy name, God, for you are worthy of all the praise. In Christ's name we do pray. And the church said, Amen.